0: Coming up this week on The Film Podcast...
1: I would love to see what could be achieved with a smartphone capture on something like a big studio film. For instance, like the new 007 movie, No Time to Die. Of course, Unsane was done by Steven Soderbergh a few years ago, which you've alluded to. But it wasn't a studio film like a 007 franchise. So what do you think, Susie? Could James Bond actually be filmed on a smartphone or would it be beneath him?
2: I think it's just a matter of someone listening to this podcast and saying, you know what? I'm inspired by Jennifer. I'm inspired by what's happening. I'm inspired by the fact that even Steven Soderbergh is is giving this stuff a shot. It's something to find someone who's inspired enough, who has the time, who loves a challenge to just go for it.
1: You could imagine the reaction of Daniel Craig on day one of this shoot. He would say, what the hell is that? <laughs> Jennifer, you've made a feature on a smartphone. If the producers came to you from the 007 franchise and said we'd like you to direct the next James Bond film, would you be up for that?
0: On a cell phone, absolutely, especially now. Especially <laughs> now that I've seen the cinematic mode on the iPhone 13, which I don't mean to turn this into a commercial for it, but it was quite mind-blowing watching those demos and seeing how very much the rack focus on that and like the rack focus on like a professional quote unquote camera.
1: If we're going to make a 007 film on a smartphone, we would certainly not want to shoot it in portrait 9 by 16
2: I totally agree.
1: <laughs> is there any streamer anywhere in the world that is actually offering content from smartphone filmmakers?
0: I guess it'd be kind of breaking news, but I I did end up selling my mobile film. I don't know if I could say who the distributor is yet, but it had a lot to do with, I believe, Susie's advocacy of it, You know, the press that she generated off of it, everything snowballing. But the most hilarious thing is I asked the distributor like, how much of the marketing is going to pump up the idea that it was shot on a cell phone. And he said, none of it. He said, it's all the same now. People just want to watch a good film.
2: There are people in in the mobile filmmaking industry that say, you know, we shouldn't even tell people that we're shooting it with phones anymore. For me, it's really important that people actually say this was shot with the same device that you have in your hand right now. If you want to, you can do it too. If you have a great story, don't wait for somebody else to tell it. Tell
0: it yourself. I don't know that your timing could have been any better, Craig and Susie, because the the buzz around the cinematic mode on the iPhone 13 has been insane today. So I think over the next month, you're going to hear just a lot about mobile filmmaking.
2: I'm just as electrified as I was from the beginning. It just grows and grows until I'll explode in the <laughs> film one
0: day. <laughs> and the gap is fully closed now. You know, I, I think we're really, I don't think people realize how small the gap is now.
2: Sony had the first 4K come out. I believe it was in 2014. But if you think about it, it wasn't until a couple of years after that, that iPhone came out with that. But now the the traditional cameras are coming out with 6K and even 8K. The competition in between, but how far do you need to go to create an awesome film? It really all depends not on the filmmakers themselves. It depends on the audience. If you're captivating your audience with a great story and the audience really doesn't care what you shoot it with, But at the same time, it's pretty awesome to tell people in the audience who also have a smartphone, if that film inspires them and they feel, I want to make a film like that. I got a similar story to that. Wouldn't it be cool to make that film? So I think the technology, you know, is just constantly, it's fluid. It's just going to keep getting better.